Is there a fine coin in here? Remember football? Mind that. Remember the days when you could go into your mate's house or the houses of your ma, da, auntie, uncle or grannies and actually watch a game without there being about 300 rules to follow? Well, forget that, because see if it seemed like a million miles away last week, it's two million this week. So why not sit your cell on a Friday night with a cup of tea and a caramel slice and give this podcast a wee listen to? Good day, Brig, and welcome to the Armchair Pundits. Disclaimer, this podcast contains adult language. Hello there folks and welcome back to the Armchair Pundits and Lockdown with myself Lester Lindsay and Hammy Hamilton. In today's show, we'll be going over our predictions for last weekend's games, COVID-19's effect on the SPFL as a whole, Scottish teams in Europe this week, our starting 11 of the best goals we've ever seen, trying to predict this weekend's clashes and the ever-present end of episode exam. But we know Dana quiz this week or what? No, we are doing a quiz. I've just forgot to mention it in the intro. That Have you not done questions again? No, we'll see what way the coin lines. <laughs> <laughs> right, fair enough. Right, so getting straight into it. Predictions for last week? Yes, and how what, 17 minutes it took this week. For the, for the Coopings to give us that. 17 <laughs> last week. Ah, Maybe well. 47 seconds last week, so it's definitely an improvement. I think means was not far off that, to be fair, but I, 17 minutes isn't actually too bad. No, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, to go predictions, we'll start off with the uh, Probably the biggest game of the weekend. Motherwell Aberdeen. Wow. I'm real. I don't think um, they seen that coming, did they? No. Well, certainly not on the tweet that we put out. I certainly know, is it anyway? Aye, no. But what did we have? We I, had, had, I had two, we both had 2 0 Aberdeen. 2 0 Aberdeen. But you can Aye. see why, to be fair. Only five goals off it. Aye. They actually had the ball in the back of the net five times more. Did they? Two chopped off as well? Aye, two chopped off. Um, but I no, four clean sheets for Aberdeen. One conceded two all season, and then they go. At Pitodre as well. Yeah. And Motherwell score three into them. It's quite it's I wouldn't say unlike Motherwell because we are always capable of that result. Aye, but I tell you, I, I see to be honest, I called it. I you called it. Well, you're two Aberdeen, you called three nil Motherwell. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I called it they would turn. I'm you said that Aberdeen have only conceded two goals this season. Obviously we're talking in the league. Um and Motherwell has scored two goals into them within eight minutes. Aye. One handball. A silly handball to give away. I mean, it's it's harsh on them. Obviously, the new rules are the reason that's been given as a handball because it's, I'd say, less than two foot away from my head or just on his arm, but it's in that unnatural position and Aye. it's made it easier for the referee. The second goal, Joe Lewis. Clue what Joe Lewis is trying there. It's very unlike Joe Lewis, can we just say? He's that? obviously just not got under the ball at all. Aye, it's like a bit like Adrian in the Champions League against Atletico. Oh, Lorente. Aye. Aye. Um, but it's aye, very unlike Joe Lewis. And then for the third, McGabby's towering header. He seems a bit of a player, by the way. Well, for zero to hero for midweek and sent after scoring the third goal, probably killed the game off as well. Aye, how long, by the way, before everybody starts calling him Bobo, Bobo. in Scotland? Bobo McGabby. Because people start calling him Robert McGabby instead of Beavis. Aye. And then it will be shortened to Bob or Bobby, and then Bobo McGabby will probably come into it. I was thinking that, but um, no, everyone had written Motherwell laugh. Uh, I did say a turn, just been out there again. But now Motherwell 
I've probably got the confidence to be honest to go into a Hapoel Beersheva. Yeah, midweek. I'm not going to say Beersheva. No, <laughs> it'll be. A, I think that'll be a cracking game as well. Uh, but we'll save Europe for a wee bit. We'll just go through the predictions for last week first. See them changing against Aberdeen to a three-five-two again. Uh-huh. That's done wonders for Motherwell, aye. I must say. Since aye, they've, seems to them a lot since they've changed it back to a three-five-two with Grimshaw and O'Donnell as the wing backs, it's just been that's the turn. Uh-huh. And I think that was the formation that Motherwell fans were calling out for. It was a three-five-two. So now that they've changed back to that, it's seems to be working for aye. them. It's a, it's a proper solid shape when it's used well you do see teams using it wrong and it just leaves them so open everywhere on the pitch but no they certainly seem a natural more flowing football team in that 3-5-2 shape nah, as you definitely. say um, listen to you yeah. I know talking up Motherwell I know mate, to be fair, you've got to praise them when they've done well I mean they were our team of the week as well is this taking you back to your Motherwell days aye no never uh, just moving swiftly on. <laughs> moving swiftly Nabdy on. must know. Nabdy can know that. He didn't release it to the world when you said it the first episode of the podcast, but um, I moving swiftly on. I'll leave it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hibs Rangers. What a game. Cracking game. Two each. Had Everton, had Everton, to be fair. I did, apart from a red card for Hibernian. But, um, Aye, well. Will we go there the now, or will we talk about the fact that Hibs' goal was offside? What one do you want to start with? I we'll just talk about the game first. We'll then talk about the referee. Let's talk about the game. On. Right, okay. Uh, obviously, game finished two 0 You had what did you have? You had one 0 Rangers. Mm-hmm. I had two one Hibs. So we'll call that one a draw. Ah, if you added both your scores together, that would have got so I combined ah, yeah, effort I, I for both of you. That's it. Two 0 We called it. Um, I think Hibs looked actually they started off the game a lot lot quicker than I did, and I think for maybe the first thirty minutes, I wouldn't say they were the better side, but I think they were. Looking more likely let's go. They looked like a team that were more up for it and interested in. Um I disagree. Aye. Nah, Rangers dominated. I think. They did. Um Hibs obviously had a lot of chances in the game and Rangers haven't really came up against opposition this season. Of that quality, aye. Of Hibs's quality. Yep. Not that Hibs are should be doing that against Rangers. Rangers mm-hmm. I think played rather poorly considering yep. the standards that they've shown this season Aye, we'll, we'll have been in what they showed in the weekend is two different Aye, but teams I think Rangers still overall dominated the game they certainly dominated the first half they were very sluggish I thought that for an example I thought Yanis Hadji he played out in the right wing in the first half passenger. he was an absolute passenger, passenger. Yep. see when he's playing right wing he's not a right winger no. as we've seen as evidence and he's proven that in, in other games that he started out kind of more right, yep. Um, sorry, wide right, and in the second half, he moved more into a central position. I don't know if he was still kind of swinging out to the right, but he was definitely more central, more central and get himself more and involved that, in the play. Aye. And then we seen him take a turn in the second half, and he was probably Rangers' most creative player, other than Scott Arfield, who I thought was outstanding the full game. Mm-hmm. And no, he's going to go back to my original point. I think for the first half hour, I think Hibs were not the better side, but I think they looked more dangerous on the ball. They were committing bodies forward, which you don't often see teams do against the old firm. So, fair play to them for that. Um, they got their goal. Uh, Wright scored, which also, if... Well, you obviously can't say this with 100% certainty, but if Rangers allowed Jay Murphy to play, then he wouldn't have been playing to get the goal anyway. <laughs> nah, that's that's right, quite a good analysis, I... Like, of all these modern deals, it's just, don't let him play against you, because he's playing week before, cracking assist the week before, but... Does that mean we let Ross McCrory play against us, then? Well, Use, I don't know, I don't know rationale. if that's an ideal. If he's allowed to play against I Rangers, think it is, I, I, I think it is. Jamie Murphy when he wasn't allowed to play against Rangers. Uh, Mariela's his goal, got to say it was a well-taken finish. Aye. He it, had far too much time in the back post for me, though. Somebody should be shutting down. Nah, it's a typical Mariela's finish, isn't it? Nah, just, it's just hit it high, hit it hard and high. 
And I think that kind of was true for Rangers. I think if we went in, if Rangers went into <laughs> I should say <laughs> the second half with Hibs leading one 0 I think that could uh we could maybe have possibly have seen a a Hibs victory or yep. or a one each. I don't know, but I think that that changed. There was a turning point for Rangers, and uh-huh. in the second half we went out all guns blazing with a totally different approach to the game. Yeah, looked a lot better second to start the second half. I'll say I, I, I think Rangers just started a bit slow for me. Second half they looked a different side. Uh, got their goal, Scott Arfield, cracking team play, brilliant pass for Tavernier, and he had you. And through your field and a good finish. No, I definitely. I think Rangers dominated. The turning point for Hibs in the second half, because see, for the first, I don't know, twenty minutes, uh-huh. Rangers were absolutely all over, and they were playing their best football against Hibs. Yep. The turning point for Hibs was in the sixty-third minute, and they brought on Louis Stevenson, and they put. I don't know if you noticed, but they put out Nesbitt out to left mid. Out wide left, yeah. Aye, and they they brought on Louis Stevenson and that honestly changed the game for Hibs. It may actually seen them score um, after Goldson. He just had a howling 10 minutes. I get six... 10 minutes though and a lot of people say that Goldson he gets a hard time. I think personally he does get a hard time when he's the, the only consistent player in that back line, the, 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 the core of the back line. It's always Goldson and somebody else. There's nobody that gets a position next to him. So he plays more minutes. He's going to make more mistakes. However, does he make too many of them? Well, can he be that main centre back if he keeps making these mistakes? I totally agree with you mean, and I get what you mean. Sorry, but the sixty fifth to seventy fifth minute when he was having the howlers, that's what yeah. his equaliser came from. Aye. So he's been solid all season, and I've been saying that for a number of weeks. But when it comes down to Goldson putting, get getting some pressure added to him from the opposition, he seems to not crumble. I think that's an unfair word, but. He's just not the player that you think he is. Panic sort of. He goes on. He goes on a good. Yeah. Aye, he goes on a good run yep. of form, and then, I mean that. Yeah, you're minutes, essentially waiting on the mistake coming, aren't you? If we go to it me, was you, genuinely you ten bright, minutes, mate. Aye, like, ten minutes of just shocking football. Aye, and they could have scored two or three in that ten aye. minutes, all sheerly down to Goldson. Um, although for the second goal, Martin Boyle was offside. There's no denying that he was offside. I said that earlier. Aye. Yep. Uh, he was offside. Um, goal shouldn't have stood, but. He does really well. Boyle, well, once he gets the ball, takes it out wide. Shimmy managed to shimmy on his right foot and get a bit of space. A good ball into the box and a brilliant attacking run for Dodge. He got two assists header. as well, Boyle. He's been fantastic this season. Yeah, he, he has been very good. Absolutely brilliant. It brings the back. is lightning. Nah, because Rangers were linked to him. Nah, as well, aye, because obviously there was talk that Ryan Kent was going to go to Leeds. And then we were obviously doing that old, typical, old fun looking in the Scottish market. And... Martin Boyle was like probably one of the names that was floating about for a while. Aye, aye so but he he certainly he, he done well for that. But red card for Hanlon, yes or no? No, for me no. I don't think so at all. Uh, I think it, there's a few reasons why. I think one, I don't I don't think it's on purpose. Um, I think the speed that Hadji was moving at and the speed that Hanlon was moving at, it's impossible to tell where his head's going to be. Hadji's just spoke. He's a quick player. He's nimble. And Hanlon goes into block. I mean, I don't know for a fact, but I don't think it was intentional. I think a yellow card was a fair result. Right, okay, fair enough. I think it was a red. Right, okay. It wasn't intentional, uh-huh. but it's still reckless. Yeah, it's a, it is a reckless sign. like, just elbowed him in the face, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, sorry, on his chin, Hadji's chin, but uh, it's a red card all day for me, and how the ref hasn't seen that, I'm astounded. 
Well, you see them giving sometimes, and you see them not other times. I mean, we had a conversation about this earlier. We spoke about the Wayne Rooney one in 2012 on James McCarthy that he just runs past them, elbows him in the head for no reason, and it's a yellow card. But then you see Ronaldo. But that was intentional, wasn't it? That was 100%. There was no other. There was nothing else in it. You see Ronaldo at the World Cup this last summer? No. Two summers ago? 2018, aye. 2018. Two summers ago, Jesus. Um, when he cuts this year doesn't even feel like a year, I don't know. It's a joke. But he cuts across the boy Ferran, and it was the first use of VAR. And he gets a red card for an accidental shoulder to the face, so they can go either way. I mean, it depends on the. I just think an elbow to the face is a instant red card, intentional or not. What about Porteous then? Did they deserve a red card? For Morelos, aye, for the bump of Morelos at the halfway line. Well, it's not in the face, is it? It's not in the face, no. So but he has, he has bumped into him, but it's, it's no one that I'm going to stand here and go, ah, it's a definite red card. It's a body check. It's up for, it's up for debate. Uh, debate. Debate? <laughs> <laughs> it's up for debate. And Porteous just a, a bit of a wind-up merchant on the day. I don't know if you've seen um, Hibsy's tweet after the game, and it was like, feel free to reply if you think we are wrong. They put a statement out saying that Porteous is the best young centre-back in the league or something Aye. like that. And I feel free to reply if you think we're wrong, and I as you just said that replies It's brilliant. Fair play, Hibs. But for uh, Hibs to actually, Rangers obviously haven't conceded in the league at all this season. Yeah. And for them to take two, take two past yeah. them as well. Uh, obviously, that ends Marciano's run of not conceding a goal for open play, be it at club or international level as well. Aye, so, so it was two, a bit... two good records broke there, Aye. as well as Aberdeen conceding three that game and only conceded two, so a lot, a lot of goals Aye. in the weekend. It's just a bit different for Rangers record, but because Marciano's only be- been beaten seven times this year, <laughs> you know what I mean? whereas McLaughlin going into that game hadn't been beaten at all. Yeah, uh, we'll go on next to Celtic Livingston. Aye, just. So Unconvincing, I, had... I would have said, for Celtic. Livingston obviously took the lead through Jason Holt. Um, and see, to be honest, mate, right, I actually, I can't even, what was I doing again? I was watching the game, Livingston went 1-0 up, I went into the shower, and see, honestly, one typical boy showered for about five minutes, yep. and like, sprinted back out my room, and see, by the time I came back, it was 2-1 to Livingston, uh, yeah. so 2-1 to Celtic, Celtic yeah. I was like, you blinked and it was... They pure turned the game around, so fair play to them. That's what Celtic just seem to kind of do. They go one nil yeah, down and that extra. You just know they've got something extra in the tank. Aye, uh, you you'd went one nil Celtic prediction for that game. I uh, myself, I'd went two nil. Uh, none of us either. Right, what did that go with one nil? You went one nil, so the def- you got the right deficit. Aye, right. Uh, what a goal from McGregor. Fiftieth goal for Celtic as well. Have you seen it? Ah, I've seen. I watched the highlights. Cracker, a goal. Um, however, it's worth mentioning. It was nowhere near the best goal of the game. No, definitely not. Uh, Serrano, the right back. His name is. Was he a right back? Aye. Is it because he hit it with his left foot? Is that Aye. a good foot he hit that way? Must be like one of these right backs that cut inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alan Hickey as well, and he's a left back. He's right foot up. Aye, aye, I think he is. But I see a jetty as well. He's. He scored and his was a very good taking goal, and that's a goal every fifty-three minutes for him as well. But I back to Serrano because what an absolute screamer! You don't hit them better than that. No, you certainly don't. And that's one of the ones. If there's no net and there's no stand, that's gone all the way. Just it's never stopped. Aye, definitely. And that kind of gave them hope. It kind of gave Livingston hope. Sorry. Yep. And they had a chance right at the very end to equalise with Celtic. I have what was the player? Was it the same player? Was it Serrano as well? And he's just absolutely miscued the ball completely and it's like hit the back of his head. 
and I d- it's on, he's unmarked in the box and it's a free header and how he's not put it in but I think every single Celtic fan had one of the heart oh no missed, aye uh, oh no aye. no 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 heart and mouth moment aye but um, then Ayer as well is he worth 14 million it's difficult to say I mean it's difficult it's difficult who knows like because obviously football transfers aren't based on how good a player is anymore it's not that that's not what the money's based on it's based on what club are they at what club are they going to and how long's left in their contract that's aye. the three determining factors of how much a player's going to be worth aye uh, he gave away the penalty and then Neil Lennon's came out after the game and said 14 million's not going to cut it for him no well if, I suppose if you're looking at McKenna and the figure that's been getting thrown about for him he's just 3 to 5 million do you think I think he's roughly the same age, maybe a bit younger. Aye. He's a better player than McKenna, so he needs to be worth more than him. Um, but the transfer market worldwide I don't, I don't think is, he is just ridiculous. I don't think money. he is a better player than McKenna. Really? I give... I'm not biased at all when it comes to any player in the league, no matter what team they play for, but uh-huh. I've always said that Christopher Iyer has got... Now you always see that old cliche, they've got a mistake in them. Every player's obviously got a mistake in them. I'll take mm-hmm. that into account. But Christopher Ayer has got multiple. So he's still got a Goldson kind of thing. Aye, kinda. Aye. I would say so. Aye. Um, I don't think he's he's nowhere near forty million for me. I would say five million. But see the fact that he plays with Celtic, they can always bump up that price. Well, that's, as I say, it's the club you're coming from, the club you're going to as well. Would you rather have a Ryan Kent in your team, or would you rather have a a Christopher Ayer? They're both different for different purposes, though, aren't they? Aye. It's, it's a hard one to say that. Would you rather have a centre-forward or a centre? Actually, a, a winger or a, a right centre-back? Aye, but typically, forwards are more expensive, more expensive. than centre Yeah, of course. So how they can brand him for... for... Aye, for... Well, he's saying it's not going to cut it. So, Aye, so you're wanting more than that for him as well. Aye. I think, as I was saying, the world transfer market's inflated. You look, since that Neymar move, for 200 million, the amount of money that's getting thrown about for players. Aye, it's got the domino effect yeah, after Harry that. Maguire, 80 million. I know. You know, so maybe aye, if Harry Maguire's worth 80 million, million aye, I could maybe be worth it 27 or something <laughs> <laughs> probably something like that but um, just one more uh, point on that something that you tweeted about at TA Pundits was t- the two brothers the two Forrest brothers, two brothers coming on at the same, same time, time. Mm-hmm. that was mad we also kind of need to talk about the Sybil's challenge on Ryan Christie we spoke about Hugh Edwards at length on Alfredo Morelos Hugh Edwards? Ryan, I was going Ryan to say. Ryan Edwards, who's Hugh? Hugh Edwards, who's that came for? I've no idea. Ryan Edwards, tackle on Morelos. I'm going uh, to Facebook him. Let's find out who it is. Ryan Edwards, sorry, I do apologise. Uh, we've got Sybil. <laughs> we had shocking challenge on Ryan Christie this week. Uh, for me, it's a red card. It was late, it was dangerous, and it was reckless. It's given a yellow. Again, you see them going both ways. I mean, the same as Ryan Edwards wasn't even about him. To then Sybil be a yellow. But for me, it was a red card. Mm, I can maybe see your point, aye. He just looks like he's lost temper a bit and he's, he's made no attempt for the ball. It's a, just a big swinging leg into the shin of Ryan Christie. Well, when you compare that to the one that you just said with the Hugh Edwards, <laughs> Hugh Edwards and Morelos last week, uh-huh. the, the difference is is that Edwards caught Morelos with his studs, yeah. whereas the one on Christie, that's, it was more like a topi his knee. You know well, there, are, there is a lot of different factors though as well because I think Hugh Edwards was uh, going for the ball. I don't think Sybil was. I think the intent matters there. But I'm not a referee. I'm not made to, I'm not made to make decisions. It's just a talking point, really. Right, fair does. Uh, so we'll go on to Dundee United versus St Mirren for one game we are streaming at another. Lot of... <laughs> Lawrence Shanklin. Oh, I've been looking forward to this segment. Just talk about this goal. Aye, he's, he's first goal in the Scottish Premiership. He's waited all this time for his Aberdeen 
I was. What's the opposite of glory days? Flop days. I flop. I. Did you start and what? It was well worth the wait for him. Cracking goal, absolutely cracking that technique. I mean, I don't know if you can call it technique. It's more of a swinging a swinging a hit and a cracking goal. Aye, like a hook. Aye, so he faces. He's facing away for goal and away for the like the ball comes in for a corner, facing away for goal, back to goal, hits it and manages to loop it round far post and over the keeper. It's a hit, and if you haven't watched it, folks, I recommend, highly recommend you go and have a look at it. There's been a lot about Lawn Shankland, by the way, just how is he going to fare in this league, and I think that's why he's not been snapped up. He's obviously a Scotland international, and the big talking point is, if he's that good, why has nobody snapped him up yet? But I think a lot of clubs are just waiting to see how he's going to fare yep. in the Premiership. It's all good and well, him scoring 24 goals in 26 games last season in the Championship. But level. how's he going to fare in the Premiership? Because that jump that is, is massive. Massive, yep. We see like players like Stephen Dobby bagging them in. Aye. But could he do it in the Premiership? Well, proven, no. Yeah. So I think a lot of clubs, particularly down south, because he's been linked a lot down south, are just waiting to see how he gets on this year. But it's a good thing for Dundee United because it means they can keep hold of him for a bit longer. Yeah, get yourself a solid position in the league. And if, if people do come in, at least they've got six months out of him. Aye. I mean, maybe talking a bit preemptive here, he scored one goal. I'll still hold my, the jury's still out for me a wee bit. Uh, I do think he'll do well. I'm just not going to go out there on He record. looked absolutely delighted as well, so fair Aye, no, Do you know something about Shankland that I've always thought? Hmm. I don't know why, but I always look at Shankland and go, this, he should be baldy. Right, okay. Does, I, I don't know, I don't know. He's got a big forehead, so I don't know I if Baldy would suit him. I don't know, mate. It's just something about him and I go, is that like, it's not a wig that he's wearing, but you just <laughs> go at ah. He's not like receding badly or anything like You're just like, going to shave that? Because like, he just... <laughs> aye, he, he has got a weird hairline. Do you know what you're saying <laughs> now? I, I get what you mean. You phrased that a bit strangely, but we got there then. Aye. Uh, obviously, that game, Dundee right at going 2-0 up, looking comfortable. St Mirren got a man sent off and Richie Tate and then pulled it back to 2-1 mm-hmm. with 10 men. Aye. Uh, obviously no the only team with 10 men at the weekend that uh, seem to play better with 10 men we'll, we'll come back to <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not to lose the plot here Aye. Uh, so we'll go I can just see you through the zoom call losing the will to live I, I, I don't even know what happened but we'll, we'll save that for last Dundee United second goal as well that be Spordler the Argentine player there can't be many of them that have played Argentinians that have played United Aye. <laughs> Uh, there, was, there was Damien Castellanubo off the top of my head. Or Dundee United, or uh, just in the Premier I can remember one with Dundee as well. Uh, Claude, well, obviously, he ended up going to Rangers, but Claudio Canigia as well. Aye. That was the sign I got the mini ball as well, wasn't it? Aye. Yep. Uh, so we'll go on to Ross County St. Johnson. I, no, I think that should lead us in nicely to the game of the weekend for me. Command like Hamilton. No, we'll save it for the end, mate. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to go off my nut about it, so right, <laughs> just okay. to give us a bit of time. Uh, Ross County St. Johnson. Uh, the highlights I've seen, I must admit, I've not seen the game. It's the highlights I've watched. Ross County obviously coming away with the result. Uh, I, I called 2 1 Ross County. You called 1 0 between them. So you got the result? I got the result. Also, the last game I called Dundee United 2 1. What did I say? You said 2 0 St. Byrne. Class. That was your upset of the week. Oh, so it was, I. Uh, but aye, Ross County, big vigorous or virus, as it gets called. Aye, but they call him virus on Twitter. I don't <laughs> know if you've seen that. No. Just during the pandemic, they were calling him virus. But aye, well, during the pandemic, still during the pandemic. Pandemic part two. <laughs> Here but, we go. Aye, see, mate, see that Stuart Kettlewell as well. See that wee triangle that he shaves off and he yep. seed. Aye. I can't, because I, I think he might be a nice guy and I don't even know what he sounds like. Because uh-huh. every single time he talks, I'm just like, focused on that wee triangle. Aye. aye. 
that we uh, shaved off triangle. What I will say about that game is, having seen the highlights, St. Mar- St. Johnson, sorry, not St. Mar- St. Johnson looked a dangerous side. They get the ball out wide, they've got a clear game plan, use a 3-5-2, overload the wings and put the ball in the middle. But for me, I think the difficulty of the reason it's not working is Stevie May is too quick to come out wide and support the fullback. I mean, he's your centre forward. He's the one that needs ah, to be in the box. So those low crosses. Mate, they cannot score. Th- th- that's what I was going to say. That game could have went on for a hundred and fifty minutes, and St Johnson just wouldn't have scored. Aye, they just can't. They've had one shot and target the full game. Aye, you can just see Craig Conway at the side. He looks scunner, scunner. Aye, he's so up. frustrated, yep. and they just cannot score at no. all. Hello, having said that, they are playing well. Aye, the 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 football is there. It's just the last. It's just the final ball or the final touch that's missing, Aye. and that'll come. That that. Uh, it's a bit time, similar to Motherwell at the start of the Aye, season. You're just waiting on the season turning for them. Right. Well, you can't hold off for this any longer. So let's just go right into it. Right. Well, you had Kilmarnock two now. Mm-hmm. I took Kilmarnock three now. You did. So really, I shouldn't be that annoyed. Aye. Because I predicted three now. However, I was obviously thinking we Lee Hodson out. We is 10 day isolation with COVID and the other three players that were out with COVID none of them were apart from Lee Hodgson none of them were first team players this wasn't reported like the only person that I can see missing for that squad was Callahan. Mm-hmm. and again he's not a regular starter he seems to come on as a sub of at the 65th 78th minute uh, and although I said three before the game having watched the game Kilmarnock like, started well Chris Park with an excellent move through to Kelty and a crack and finish take down away from Kilmarnock like, that was an absolutely brilliant goal Um Eamon Brophy then gets his cell sent off for a stupid tackle, a stupid tackle on Scott McMahon. Uh, Is that a red? Oh aye, 100%. It's late, it's in his shin. Uh, what I will say as well is the referee for that game, Nick Walsh, mm-hmm. was Scott McMahon's PE teacher at school. Right. Uh, and that is the fourth time he's sent a player off for a tackle on Actual? Scott McMahon. Aye. That's class, man. It's a Right, uh, so going back to that red card just before you move on. Ah. Uh, I don't think it was a. I think it was a red. Sorry as well. Yeah. But I don't think it was intentional. Obviously, if it even Brophy. I don't know. <sighs> you can tell his reaction after it. He seems shocked, and I think, I'm sure having Scott McMahon are actually good. He's not meant to. He's went for the, the same youth teams and stuff. He's caught him. Aye. They were on the same youth team, so they're like the pals have grew up and took all together. So it's just a bit of. Do you think it was one. intentional? <sighs> I don't know, but Ian Brophy's prone to having a bit of temper. And I but think, in that instance I suppose 1-0 up why would you have a temper mm, no maybe not intentional but for me it was definitely a red card right so you're saying it's no intentional I've got you at that right that's what I've wanted to hear right. so going back to the Paul Hanlon one for earlier <laughs> right okay right uh-huh. and you're saying that that wasn't intentional either but it was reckless we both agreed with that so how's one a red card well I think Brophy's was late reckless and dangerous I don't think Hanlon was all three but it was reckless. <sighs> to an extent. And it was late. It wasn't late. Well, depends what way you look at it. <laughs> it could have been west. Uh, it could have <laughs> been west, aye. <laughs> oh, well, it could have been north if you looked at it, but... Just to finish up my notes for this game, because I'm going to go blue in the face talking about this. I mean, after the Brophy sending off, uh, Kelly just, for the rest of the first half, collapsed. But Hamilton looked a good side. The Probably the best I've seen is this season. We looked... We, 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 Passing the ball about pressing Kelly, forcing it to play it long and making them uncomfortable. Uh, we got our goal through Hakeem Adolphin. Another goal for him, that's two this season now. Cracking delivery for Tempo on as well on the corner. Aye, cracking ball in. Uh, good header onto the bar and then comes back out and finishes it as well. It's two touches of him and nobody else. Mm-hmm. Team are absolute boss in the middle of the pitch, but if that's our main goal threat, I'm worried. If I 
right back playing centre back as our main goal for this season, I am seriously worried. There seemed to be a bit of a buzz after that goal, as if because obviously they were down to ten men, you had got the equaliser. Yep. Then it seemed to be like this could be a great result for him. the day, I. So they were just actually quite unlucky on the day. I would have said. I wouldn't say unlucky, mate. The second half, come on, like come out and they looked. They said they were more interested in pressing issue and winning the game, and that's what they went on to do. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, Kabamba, it's a good finish. It's a bit of pinball in the Hamilton box. What I mean, but is it was a big chance for Hamilton. Oh, I didn't take it. I just collapsed. The yeah. second half just looked nervous. There was no urgency. There was nobody wanting to take the ball forward. And even when you do get up to the final areas, when you've got Ogunpo and Moyo up there who seem incapable of a first touch, yeah. it's a difficult game to win that. It'd been, you've just got nobody that can score a goal. You're centre back. Aye. Speaking of bad touches, did you see that 30 seconds of Scottish football at oh, his peak? Oh, the Kibamba falling over when he was through and goal. Aye. Yeah. Aye. Wow. If you've not seen it on Twitter, by the way, just type it into the search bar. Wow. It's just. The gift that keeps on giving Scottish football, oh, yeah. it's just amazing. I th- is it 30 seconds? It's just a, a shocking play, play. It wasn't even just Kumar, like it was just Hamilton and Kumar, like just neither of them wanting the ball. Kibamba somehow manages to find themselves through on goal, takes a first touch, and falls in it. I know. Which I must say is quite as unlike him. Looks a good player. I know. But yeah. um, I just wasn't the only bit of part of that I've seen in the game for Kibamba's goal. Sorry, rub it in again. Oh, no, sorry. But. For Kabamba's goal, the celebration music after it. La Bamba. Aye. La 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 Kabamba. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was amazing. And whoever's thought of that, Kilmarnock deserves a pay, a pay rise. Aye. No, cracking tune. Uh, good goal and a shocking performance at But equally on the same parlours, a good performance at Kilmarnock. To go down to 10 men, they've obviously seen their chance and they've took it to both hands. So fair play to them. They were Aye. the better team and they deserve to win. Aye. Uh, we'll go on to our starting 11 now, because so, I'm going to end up greeting if I keep talking about this. <laughs> Fair enough. Just another Hamilton shocking performance. Aye, I can see you in the Zoom call, you just look a wee bit down now. Nah, I felt better. <laughs> so, starting 11 this week as uh, of the best goals that me and Hamilton have seen live in the flesh. It's going to be a combined effort, isn't it? Aye, so some of them we've seen together, some of them we've seen on our own. Aye. Uh, so, you want to start it off? I'll start it off just with one that we went to together. Uh-huh. Barcelona versus Sevilla, 2017. Mm-hmm. Suarez overhead kick. Great goal. It was Great actually, goal. you know how one of the games, and you're like, oh my God, that was it, that. Uh-huh. Because it was like, oh, yeah, Facebook and yep. Glad Bible, I remember, put it up. Yep. Like Suarez just done this. The game ended 3-0. 3-0. I want to say. I think it was 3-0. Aye, aye because Big Cami had 3-0 Suarez for school scorer. He had 3-0, uh, 3-0 on Suarez for school scorer. Aye. Got but did he get like a pay out of 300 euros? Aye, it was ridiculous. Uh, so... Still never bought a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, I know, but fair play him. I mean, I can't even remember what I had. I think I had like five to us. I think we all went a bit mental. Can I put it sensible with 3 now? Aye, um, no, what a goal. Can't go. And all three of them involved, MSN at the time. Aye, I know. MSN, man. Messi, Suarez, Neymar. Can't go. Uh, I'm going to take the next goal up a few notches. Right. For Suarez at the new camp against Sevilla. I'm going to go with. Joel Thomas for Hamilton against Hibs at the at New Douglas Park. Oh no way! A triangle. Um, just when you thought Suarez, I mean, you've got who was in goals for Hibs? I think it was Graham Stack. That absolutely is that uh, one-eyed maniac. Wow. Uh, yeah, Joel Thomas. It was a. I don't even know what to describe him. But Hamilton just used to get him on a free transfer all the time, right? They would just get him when he was no play in my club. And then we would sell him on for a hundred k, a hundred and twenty k every time we got him. So he was an absolute money maker for us. But he was, he's, he's definitely up there with the worst footballers I've ever seen. And <laughs> Billy Reid just used to sub him on with 10, 15 minutes left of a game every single week. Billy Reid, uh, uh, Jesus, just I feel sorry for you. 
Yeah, abuse for the fans. Like, oh, the Messiah's on. Joel will go. Here we go again. <laughs> um, I remember this particular one because I was sitting, as I usually do at the football with my brother. Sitting stone and watching sitting the football. Sitting stone and watching the football, mate. You know it. Um, so I was sitting with him and he was losing the plot with Joel Thomas because he was out in the left wing. MacArthur was dilly-dallying about in the ball. I say dilly-dallying. He was actually... Took past two men. My brother's up screaming, shouting, why is he out there? Why is he in the left wing? That's how set up forward. MacArthur plays a pass to him and Joel will go. Two touches, want to set itself up and now I want to hit it and honestly God, it's one of the best goals I've ever witnessed life. Aye. Aye, phenomenal. Just one of the moments that you'll always remember because it just shouldn't have happened. Aye, aye, fair enough. Um, right, my next addition is probably just going to be Lee Griffiths who's my third player in the starting 11. He's free uh-huh. kick against England. England. That's now three episodes you've got that in. Aye, I fair think enough. so, but I'll never <laughs> stop mentioning it. I know, see when it came up, like somebody had put uh, at TA pundits on Twitter and suggested that we do this, and mm-hmm. I was like, Oh no, I'm going to need to mention this again. <laughs> League Griffiths goal against like, Luckily, I was near the McFadden one, but everybody knows where I was for that one. Like, not having mate, that's it. That's it, where the skiing does. <laughs> Aye, I'll go mainly for the, the stature of the goal, no for how good it was. It was um, we went to the Man City Man United derby on April 7th, 2018, which was the game. The Man City could have won. And what a weekend title. it was, by the way. Great weekend. Don't remember most of it, but a great weekend. Ah, yeah, <laughs> no, it was brilliant. Um, Man City 2 0 up, chance to win the league, the earliest any team's ever won it against Man U at home. Like, tell a Man City fan that 20 years ago. They're, no, they're never going to believe that. I know, there was going to be a pitch invasion and everything. Uh-huh. We were so buzzing for this. Man City went 2 0 up, it was coasting. Paul Pogba scored a goal, but it's the second one that I've, I've chosen for this. Uh, good ball into the box, and Paul Pogba just, big guy, huge stature, nice. jumps up and hits half the back of and flies into the net, and that's it, 2-0. Um, Chris Mullen already scored a winner in ruin that day for Man City and us. Well, see, to be honest, right, one of my, one of my additions to this starting 11 also hit the back, he's heading flew into the net. Right, okay. It's a bit of a, a change or a step up for Paul Pogba, bro. Uh-huh. We're talking the other game that we were at right. a couple of months later, Cumnock versus Auchinleck. Oh, what a game. Oh, the, I know the goal the you're junior, talking about. The junior Ayrshire derby. Yep, I know exactly the goal you're talking about. Aye, it hit off the back of seed. It was the only goal that Cumnock scored in the game. Auchinleck ended up pumping them 5-1. 5-1, aye. And it was the only goal, this big guy up front, Scott Anson. So, shout out to Scott, <laughs> because what a goal. <laughs> hit the back of seed. He was bullying the defence all day. Hit off the back of seed, into the back of the net. Yep. Eh... I'll go that that same game. See the Barcelona Sevilla one. Aye, I'll go with Messi's second goal in that that game. Aye, oh, just the team goal. Two, the team one. I just started with a typical Barcelona move. PK Busquets and Umtiti at the back, passing that about. Umtiti, Umtiti's eye. Remember that. Um, but just passing that about. Toy and Sevilla, and then just they do what Barcelona done best at that Aye. time is just kick it up a gear when Sevilla aren't expecting it and drawn out. Through to Neymar, takes it by about four folk in the wing, plays it across to Suarez, and then he plays it to Messi, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful goal. Nah, you have to include that, right? See if you're including Messi's goal. Uh-huh. I'm including Ronaldo's goal. Right, okay. So me and Carter went to the Derby de la Mole, uh-huh. which is Juventus versus Torino. It was absolutely freezing. It was nah. last December, and Ronaldo got a penalty. Typical Pinaldo. Uh, <laughs> and he converted it. So if you're going to include Messi, I'll include Ronaldo in best goals I've seen in the flesh. Because I just went, it was like a bit of a, a tick in the bucket list for me. Like, aye, just seen Ronaldo score. Well, we put him as manager. Oh, aye. aye we, we put him as manager. Because we've not got a manager for this one, have we? 
And I given his performance at the Euro 2016 final when he got subbed off. Oh, aye. Because his injury and it was him. I mean, put him manager then. Aye. Who was the Portuguese manager? I can't remember, but the two of them must have done like... Just Santos or something, his name is. Aye. The two of them must have done like... Stevie! Aye. Pull back! Aye. Stevie! Pull back! Typical tune the fat. Can he beat it? Absolute classic. I'll go next for Lukas Shukovic's goal against Hibs in the 6 all game. Was there with my granda. Cracking game. Yeah. You can't even describe that game. It was a total roller coaster. Just hat trick for Colin Nish, I think, and then Motherwell the second half. Just I, was, I think it was like 5 1 down at some one point. I can't actually remember the exact score, but 5 1 down or whatever. And then went to 6 5. Motherwell got a penalty that Graham Smith saves, and then the, pretty much the last kick of the ball. Ball gets played over the top. Jukovic lets it bounce, takes it over, and it's a Van, Bas- a Van Basten type volley that just absolutely. Van Basten. Graham Smith. <laughs> Jack, Jack and goal. I feel like we're going to mention that game so many times in this podcast. The highest scoring game of Scottish uh, since the SPL began, I think. I think every single football fan in the history of Scottish football has seen that game. Aye. You know what I mean? But, Everyone's um, got to have seen it. Right, my next player, that, or next addition to the Stand 11, uh-huh. is Sean Maloney versus Ireland. Mm-hmm. So I was there, it was at Celtic Park in all the Scotland fans were sitting with all the Ireland fans and they had like hip flasks with like Guinness and stuff like that in it. Aye. And it was just a bit mad. Everyone was pissed and it was just that moment that Scotland turned into Barcelona. Aye, what a move was it? Oh, who took the corner? Anya or something. So was it was it like, Anya, Scott Anya, Brown. Brown, Maloney! Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was, but see just, we were actually up at the opposite end of Celtic Park for where the goal went in. Right. And see just the curve on the ball. It was just something beautiful. Yeah. And see the funny thing about it was when the ball went in, as I said, all the Ireland fans were in amongst all the Scotland fans. They were all drinking by. See when that goal went in, they all oh. started celebrating at all. <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> it was so funny, man. It was just pure. I think you have to see that part of the games into it. Aye. Scotland Ireland. It's always going to be a friendly one. I suppose. Aye. I know what you mean. Uh, my next entry will be Danny Granger. Uh, left back. Big baldy boy. Played with St. Johnson and then latterly Hearts. I think he was there when they went down that season. Uh, crank, crank goal when he scored at St. Johnson. He, must, he took it for his own half. Totally unchallenged. 40 yards out for goal. Smacks it. Top bins. And the ball actually like hung in the net. Aye. Like, I don't know if there's like a wee wire that goes around to hold the nets in place at the back. Mm-hmm. But it got caught and just stuck in the net. Did it? Until the keeper had to... Does that pain you to it? say it because it was against Hamilton? Hmm? Does it pain you to say it because it was against Hamilton? Did I not mention it was against Hamilton? No. No, I don't know if you did. I don't know. Is that? <laughs> well, it was against Hamilton anyway. No, I'm just asking. Like, does it pain you? <laughs> no, I thought I just missed it, mate. But no, no. Like, I'll, mate, see that. See Try to square goes through the monitor, no? <laughs> see at Hamilton games, mate. You very rarely get to see a good goal. See even if it's that way team that scores it. Aye. You just kind of, well, an Ireland fan, you just enjoy it. Aye. I know but what you mean. Enough said about that goal. Right, my next entry is Matt Ritchie's very few games for Scotland and his goal against Poland. I actually won 200, 2015 goal this season for Scotland. Aye, was that the one outside the box? Not was that five years ago? Aye. Wow. I know that's scary, isn't it? And well, actually, four because you don't count this year, do you? Aye, I know. Aye, that's <laughs> true. Aye. Um, but no, he's hit the ball left foot outside of the box and just flew into the top corner. And they see that kind of live screamer. But obviously. He's kind of miss Matt Rich, you know, he's just kind of doesn't make himself available for selection for Scotland. He's kind of fell out the other day, so... Aye. 
but hopefully we can get a player like that back soon because he actually that can hit a ball he in. actually gave us a bit of hope. Yeah, that he's a talent. This kind of that kind of bounce you get with Scotland every once in a while when a new player comes in. Remember when Anya came in? Aye. Just how brilliant he was scoring past Germany, oh, being aye. everybody in the ball. Could he do it at club level? Aye, I know he doesn't even Scotland. didn't even play at club level. We just yeah. used him for his pace, and it was aye. unbelievable. Class but even like see players like James McFadden and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Done nothing at Everton. Do you know what I mean? But apart from that goal against Charlton. Aye, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Sits on the bench. Aye, like, uh-huh. Wasn't he a, a first choice player, that, but just unbelievable for Scotland. Aye. I hope we find one of them again soon. Because we've not oh, got so one. Yeah. The last goal to round this one off, I'll stick in. It's another Motherwell goal against Hibs, actually. Is that aye? Uh, it's uh, Callum Higginbotham, overhead kick. Uh, I don't know if you found this, if you've seen this. What I'm going to do is I promise everybody out there, I'm going to retweet this because it's. I think it's honestly the best goal I've seen in the flesh. Aye. Aye. This is three goals I've got in here against Hibs. I've not had against you, Hibs, honestly. God, just you see me concede screamers. I can but, think of another overhead kick against Hibs as well. Michael Higdon. With Motherwell as well. Aye. Aye. What is it with Hibs and screamers? <laughs> against Motherwell, but no, Cal Higginbotham's overhead kick. Sprinting away for goal, like, no right to get to it. And just like, do you know that I think, image you have of like the perfect overhead kick with like, the nice scissor motion with the legs? Aye. It was just everything about it. It was, it was so the run. Perfect. It was the run back. Aye, that like, was the best thing about it. Sprinting away and catching it. It was like Aye. on the wrong side of an overhead kick, if you know what I mean. Like, he's actually went, attacked ran, the ball. Aye. He's attacked the ball, but ran back to towards his goal uh-huh. and he's connected with it it's just been unbelievable uh, Callum Higginbotham now I think Dunfermline is up with that daft hair into it Aye. in the Championship uh, speaking of the Championship uh, obviously the new guidelines and stuff out with Covid the effect it's having on the Scottish game we're in lockdown part two pretty much six yeah. months anniversary and it's pretty much shattered any plans going forward for Scottish football I would say yep no fans allowed in the ground looking like until 2021 at earliest aye uh, it's just the uncertainty run about football now up and down the country aye and There's... obviously you've seen on that Charlie Adam interview he said no testing for Championship League 1 and League 2 at the moment yep uh, I think the Charlie Adam interview you can read. I suppose you can read whatever way you want, and because I think he's been a bit hung out to dry. And the SFA have made the decision of no test in the Championship League One, League Two, obviously because the money's not there to test mm-hmm. players. I only learned about that very recently, by the way. Aye. Well, the money's not there to do it, and Charlie Adams been put in a position in that interview where he's got two choices: one, he can say I'm happy to play, which he has done, and two, he can say I'm not playing unless we're all getting tested. Mm-hmm. And a player of his stature, that's a bit of look for that kind of. It's going to put pressure on the Championship, and then he doesn't get paid. So it's a difficult position for him to be in. I know, uh, but he still said that, didn't aye, he? still said that ridiculous I'm quote that I'm was young. going about. I, I'll fight it. If I get COVID, I'll deal with it. But, it's a horrible, horrible attitude. And if you listen to the rest of the interview, I know that clip was flying about, if you listen to the rest of the interview with it, I think that's it's one segment where he's made a blunder. I mean, the bit that really summed it up for me was when he said, COVID does not come into my mind. It's about uh, playing football because that's my job. Aye. I mean, we always forget that footballers that this is their job. Mm-hmm. This is how they make their money and it's a very, very short career to make money. I do get what you mean. It's kind of taking out of context a wee bit, so I totally agree with what you're saying there, but he did still say it. Oh, yeah. The, the, listen, I'm not defending what he said for a second, but again, what I'm just trying to get is that interview, you've seen a 20-second a clip floating about it, like a, a seven-minute interview, and it kind of, obviously what he said wasn't the best way to phrase it, and it kind of, neglects the dangers that people face with it he wouldn't though because obviously as he says he is a thick kind of youngest guy aye um, he's probably just thinking about his wages aye well, right that's because it. aye because see if there's no games 
The mm-hmm. Dundee players don't get paid. See yep. any players in the Scottish Championship, League One, League Two, mm-hmm. the way they make money, their income uh-huh. is through fans through the turnstiles. Yeah. That there's is no, yeah, there's no television money. That their expenditure uh-huh. is players' wages. Yep. But they're not making any money at the moment. No. So him coming out and saying that could be to kinda protect his wages in a way, and as you say, put a bit of pressure on the championship because furlough has been obviously about since the lockdown but that ends in the last day of october uh-huh. so now clubs are really panicking if they weren't panicking before uh-huh. they'll be really panicking now because there's just no support for the government after the end of october so uh-huh. how are they going to play these yeah. players wages well that, that, so the final point i was wanting to make there about charlie adams actual interview was when he was saying this is his job and he wants to do it aye like i mean when, when did you go back to your work when, when was that after furlough how long were you off for well, it's been on and off for about a month, I. Well, I mean, I went back in May, and not once has my work asked me to have a, a test for COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, so why, why do we treat footballers so differently? I get that they're a bit glamorised. That's a good point, I. But it is their job. It's their livelihood. If the testing's there, fantastic, great. But you can't... Why are they tested, basically? Is what you're asking. Test- I suppose so. Why, why are they tested when other places I work are yeah. they being tested and on the a daily basis, daily basis or whenever it is? Yeah. It's just people going to their work. Aye, I suppose that's Obviously, a good it's bad news that we're not getting the fans. But in, they're like it? role models as well, so like people look, yeah, look towards the man. So it might be like setting an example for the rest of the country, kinda. Aye. Especially like down south with Premier League and stuff like that. It Aye, sets a precedent for the even... the global stage. Aye, they're they're beyond superstars at that, aren't they? Aye, but I don't know if you've seen it. The Tottenham in late Orient game, which I think was actually meant to be the night. Uh-huh. So that's obviously down. what the Carabao Cup started. So that's given all the Premier League teams who have been kind of in that bubble being tested and yep. they're kind of safe and secure for COVID. Uh-huh. So they're in that bubble and they are now playing against the lower league teams, i.e. Leighton Orient. Uh-huh. But they're not obviously getting tested. So they're not testing down the reader, no? But, well, no. Uh-huh. But Tottenham paid for Leighton Orient's tests uh-huh. and a handful of the players came back positive because they haven't been in that bubble. Yeah. They didn't know, didn't show one didn't of the ones, on, didn't show any symptoms and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And now they've came back positive. So the game's been postponed, but obviously it's now looking with the scheduling and everything else, it's looking extremely likely that Leighton Orient will have to forfeit the game. Yeah, And the, the result will go to Tottenham. So it just kind of makes you think about Scottish football, there's been a couple of eyes over now. Follow, aye, our cup game exactly, exactly. So obviously, we've got the Betfred Cup starting on the sixth of October, uh-huh. and then on the seventeenth of October, which is what 10, 11 days 11 after days that, days, yep. that's when the Championship League One and League Two is supposedly meant to start. Yeah, supposedly. There's a big asterisk next to that now. Aye. Exactly. So, what's going to happen with all the clubs? A lot of clubs have already came out and says we can't even afford this. Well, not even that. I mean, you look at Dundee. Use Charlie Adam as your example here. Dundee brought in Charlie Adam. That's not a cheap wage bill. Aye. And see when next to well, no income that I can actually see. Like, where is the money coming from? How are they making this money to pay these wages and bring in players? I know. And Dundee have invested a lot, a lot of money in. But I'd imagine bringing Charlie Adam. I don't imagine these cheap wages. Aye, I know. And like, unless you're like a for kind of smaller clubs outside their old firm, unless you're like a motherwell who have just made all that money for Turnbull and stuff like that. Yeah. How are they actually bringing in money? And it's worrying times because the last thing we want to see is good clubs with a big following folding, essentially. Yeah. It's it's just all the uncertainty that's going around now. Um, It will eventually subside, but it's a bit rotten nobody able to go into the games. I mean, I I know I personally miss going to 
the Fountain of Youth Stadium stadium uh, on a Saturday <laughs> <laughs> to see Hamilton get beat. Are you sure? <laughs> Sometimes, you know. But I mean, for the foreseeable future, the outlook is that we'll no be in the grounds, which is a bit soul-destroying. But it's a good thing that you have the internet and you have these pay-per-view packages where you can see your game. You can see the team you support playing to the comfort of your own house. It's no ideal, but it's no often you get to see Hamilton Adelaide, so it's good to be getting more games than not this year. No. Uh, and else you'd want to add there? Just go on to the quiz. The quiz? Aye. Right, okay, you want to... <laughs> Time's getting on a bit. <laughs> you want to flip the founding pin coin then? I will do, aye. So what are we doing this week? Do you want to do tails, you ask? Just the same as last week. Aye. Is that last time? No worries. Just call it when it lands, mate. Right. Landed on tails. Tails, what was that? What did we say tails was? Me asking the question. You're asking the question. Aye. I just let me get my stopwatch out here. So you've got ten questions. You use last week. I would you? I'd use. I use a timer. timer yeah. No, I just use. Well, I could probably use that. It's probably better. I'll do that then. Timer. One minute on the clock. Ten questions. Your time. You ready? Aye. Oh, aye. Your time starts now. Okay. Which former Celtic player managed Aberdeen from 1995 to 1997? Pass. Which country was Emilio Izaguirre from? Honduras. Who are the most northernly Scottish Premiership club? Aberdeen. Who was oh. sent off for St. Murdoch against Dundee United at the weekend? Richard Name one of the clubs Greg Dockery went on loan from Rangers to. Yeah, Shrewsbury and Hibs. How... Oh well, just get two of them. How many Hibs players were booked at the weekend? Three. How many countries has Massimo Donati played league football? Two. What club did Arthur Boric leave Celtic for? Southampton. What country does Beavis Mugabe represent? Oh, you told me last week. Zimbabwe. Who manufactured the Rangers kit last season? Uh, Hummel. Former Celtic player who managed Aberdeen from 1995 to 1997. Gordon Strachan, I'll just go with. Right, okay. Yeah, that's your time out anyway. Um, did Gordon Strachan even play with Celtic? Nah. Just swipe up, mate. Did Gordon Strachan actually play with Celtic? I don't think he did, did he? Aberdeen no, I just managed them, I think. Oh, yeah. Right, so yeah. we'll go through them. So, former Celtic player who managed Aberdeen from 1985 to 1997. You passed and then went with Gordon Strachan. The answer is Roy Aitken. So, zero Roy out Aitken, of one yeah. so far. Which country was Emilio Azaguirre from? You said Honduras. That is correct. Who are the most northernly Scottish Premiership club? You said Aberdeen. It's Ross County. Ross County, Aberdeen, all right. Who was sent off for St Mirren against Dundee United at the weekend? Richard Tate. Correct. Name one of the clubs Greg Dockery went on. Well, I don't know if I can give you double points here, but I'm only I'll going to give you one. one. I'll take the one, it's fine. But you got both of them anyway. How many Hibs players were booked at the weekend? Three. Four. Was it four? Was, was it the back line? There. Uh, Hanlon. McGinn. Who's the other one? Who was the fourth one? Don't know, but it was four anyway. <laughs> <laughs> How many countries has Massimo Donati played league football in? You said two. Two, two is correct. Scotland and Italy, aye, aye. Nah, quite easy, that one. He's actually went about in Italy, so an awful, by the way. He's like, oh, he's by the way, Barry, stuff, a lot of the Italian players do that. Anyway, aye, moving on, because yep. time's against us. Which club did Arthur Boric leave Celtic for? I was 50-50 on this. Southampton, Fiorentina. Is that the 50-50 you were going to go for and you went with Southampton? It was Fiorentina. Which country does Beavis Mugabe represent? That's not Zimbabwe, is it? No, Uganda. Uganda. Robert Mugabe is Zimbabwe. Who manufactured the Rangers kit last season? Hummel. Hummel. You got that. So you got... Four, man. One. Two. Three. Four. 
Five. Six out of ten. Four rang. Six I'll out take of that. Ten. Six out of ten. I'll take that. I'm happy with that. Six out of ten. Compared to your seven and a half, I'll take it. Aye, eight. Uh, seven and a half. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other business this week? I'm, I'm all right. Aye, you were going to say a lot about the coronavirus, which we've already covered. We've covered that, aye. Lockdown part two. Just one thing that I want to cover from it that I think's worth mentioning, but it's still in Scottish football, so uh-huh. but it's just I don't know where else to mention it. Mm-hmm. Did you see that guy's bet with Bet365? It came in for 20 grand. I see a lot of bets. He's 3.65, mate. Usually I don't win, though. Usually my aim, no, but no. You, no. <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> he won 20 grand for a £5 bet. Actually? Aye, and involved a Scottish team and an English team. Uh, a Scottish game and an English game. Mm-hmm. So he basically had Arfield to score, mm-hmm. Hanlon and McGinn to be booked. Mm-hmm. And then in the Southampton versus Tottenham one, he had Kane to score, Romeo to be booked, with Doherty to be booked as well. Both teams to score, yes. That's £5 true. on it. I think it was 19 grand to be honest. That's unreal. I know. Can you imagine he had Sunday score four or more? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, know. Well. I know. It's just absolutely ridiculous. But I fair play that guy. He's uh, just causing like FD's dream. Just in time for lockdown. Just get uh, a year's wages in the back burner. Uh, no like how many bets do you just put on that are ridiculous? You, waste, you end up wasting five paid. grand of that, didn't you? Uh, what was he actually doing? How much with his heart been gone during that Southampton versus Tottenham game? Because <laughs> if he's betting on the Scottish League, I don't think he's. Knowing an awful lot about the English one, so he's probably like, just one a stab in the dark. But what a bet builder, just Class. unbelievable. Right? Play. And the double bet builders, I've, like, I've never even got the confidence for them. I think I've put on five or six bet builders in my life, and not one of them's even came close to coming Aye, I know, I know, I'm the exact same. I'm the <laughs> worst. But you did it too worst. quick, and you just think, ah, it's a sure thing. Aye. You've spent the money, and then three minutes into the game, your first player to score first, it's in the tubes. Aye, first bet on Joey Barton. Right, so we, that was ending off any other business then? Just that guy's bet? Aye, Aye, and obviously the coronavirus as well. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go into predictions for this week then. Aye. This weekend's fixtures, no worries. Uh, two weeks in, turn my page here, mate. So we'll start with just pretty much the order they were in Sky Sports Score Centre. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hamilton versus Dundee United, what are you thinking? Two each. Two each? I think we covered a lot of it about how they were heartless, unlucky. gutless. But also, a oh, bit. unlucky. Right, well, they get well, going down to 10 men, the game can go either way. Aye. Just, I, I suppose you can say that, but the game can go either way. So I, I remember seeing an article a few years ago that was saying that the, the pitch is actually better suited for 10 men. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much that's just a Hamilton excuse for getting beat with it, but. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't even know how to describe the game the weekend, mate. It right, was... we'll move on for this one. Aye, thank you. Yeah, I went one all. Oh uh, no, so a draw as well. Aye, both with a draw there. Uh, Levy, St. Johnson. I've went 1 0 St. Johnson. The last time they met, this was also the scoreline. 1 0 St. Johnson. Callum was Hendry. Uh, Colin Hendry's boy. Aye. Getting the <laughs> getting the goal for St. Johnson. So I've went with 1 0 um, to St. Johnson for this one. Because Livingston, let's be honest. They've been poor. They're, they're, they're now warming up the Botman Act table. But, but, I mean, to be fair, Levy, against Celtic, did they? Didn't look bad. Aye, well, they, they nearly snatched an equaliser at the end, as we said. Again, Art Parkhead as well. I mean, Celtic were the better team in that game, and it's undeniable. They I don't think team. Livingston are going to get relegated, because I actually really do like Gary Holt. I've got them self. Have you, I've oh, got them self, uh, Funnily enough, but I've got them 2-0. If he rid of that Johnson. plastic pitch, then I'm happy with that. <laughs> I've got them beating St. Johnson 2-0. Uh, this is my upset of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Johnson, again, they just can't score, mate. I think Livingston's a hard place to go, and it's hard to break down as it is. Mm-hmm. I and mean, when you're no got that confidence for getting the goals and it just kind of starts to play on the players' minds a wee bit like 
is this going to be the season that just all falls apart? New manager, a lot of new things in at the club. But uh, I fancy Levy to finally get a result. I Aye. think St Johnson are the boys that are going to do that against us. Fair enough. Um, St Mirren Kilmarnock. I've went 1-0 Kilmarnock, which was actually the opposite scoreline to what happened the last time at... Oh, what, do you, what do you even call St Mirren Stadium? Is it? Like, I think it's officially the simple digital stadium. Is it? <laughs> but I refuse to call it that. <laughs> or St Mirren Park. Or can we just still call it Love Street? We'll just call it Love Street. Aye. Aye. St Mirren Park, I think it's alright. I mean, it's no one of these daft sponsor names, but... Aye. Aye, you've got a cheek. What's it? The, the Fountain Youth Stadium Stadium. Yeah. Aye. After it was the Hope CBD Arena. After aye. it was the Super Seal Stadium. What about your trees? The Penny the Cubs. <laughs> aye, I know. That's just unbelievable. But aye, the last time that they met, it was actually St. Mern who won 1 0 mm-hmm. against Kilmarnock. E.K. Durmas with the goal, but he's not really hit the hit, hit the ground running for St. Mern this season. Mate, he's not he's scored yet. He's a left wing back against St. Johnson. I know, but. He's, he's been shoehorned into this by this three five two that St Mirren up on a four, three six one whatever they're calling it. Aye, so it's maybe not his fault. Aye, it's just that he's a bit shoot. I got kind of like when they commented over Scotland, just put out of position. Aye, uh, I've actually went to an Kilmarnock. Uh, I think just watching the game at the weekend, Kilmarnock looked a a good side. Um, they had a bad spell for twenty minutes the last twenty minutes of the second half, but they looked a strong side. Aye, uh, that Shibala. Was it Shibala? Is that his name? The midfielder? Shibala? I think it's Shibala, mm-hmm. isn't it? Um, dominated the midfield and then Kibamba up front ran the game as well. Uh, Kiba- oh, Shibala actually. Did you see him spot it in Sainsbury's without a face mask on? No, I didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. Spot it in Sainsbury's without a face mask on, mate. Could be trouble for. Could be a 30 grand fine again. That's it. Uh, next game, we've got Motherwell Rangers. Went 1 0 Rangers. Obviously, both playing <laughs> tomorrow night. Uh-huh. What are you laughing at? I've went totally different, mate. Have you actually? Uh, Right, okay, uh, but obviously both playing tomorrow night, Rangers playing Willem too, and Motherwell playing Hapo Beersheva, who we've seen before, against Celtic. Yep. Just going to tie that one in with the tomorrow night, I think Rangers will not struggle, I think Motherwell could struggle, but I'm really hoping for the coefficient that Motherwell will go through. Yeah, I, I, I get it, I've went Rangers 3-1, I think Rangers are going to be comfortable in that game. Motherwell being the too different, it's still the same. Still Rangers win, but I just yeah. think there's going to be more goals in it. Uh, Looking at Motherwell, what have they played? This will be their four game in two weeks. Uh, and Rangers just, let's be honest, the better side. Aye, that's right, right. Uh, Celtic Hibs? I've went 2-1 Celtic. I've went 2-1 Celtic at all. <laughs> we agreed on one. We no, did, That's aye. the first one, mate. So obviously Celtic are playing Riga tomorrow from the Latvia Premier Division. Not going to lie, I've not got a clue there. No, I don't think MD has. I mean? Aye, that's... Again, you hope to see them do well because it's a Scottish team in Europe. Aye. Um... Hibs obviously had a strong performance at the weekend, but I think Celtic have the quality to just get past Hibs. Aye, but obviously Hibs going into the confidence, so that's why I've went for them to score against Celtic. Yeah. So I think that might be, if we both went with that, then fingers crossed. Aye. It'll it, be completely half with it. I'll be the one has got a bet coming in. Aye. Uh, Ross County, Aberdeen, last game. Um, I've got this my upset of the week. I've went Ross County, two. No, against Aberdeen. I think McKenna going to Notts Forest. Is just going to kind of upset the team. That's why I went for the upset of the week. We actually ran a poll at TA Pundits on Twitter saying how much was McKenna worth in today's market. 43%, which was the highest percentage, says 25 million. 33 said less than 2 million. Um, More than 10 million was 4%. I was in the really shocked for that, to be honest, nice. although that's what Apple team were asking for yep. a couple of seasons ago. And then um, 20% of yous said 5 to 10 million. No, well, I've went, I, I, I've went with the unsurprising Aberdeen 2-0. I 
after getting an embarrassing result at the weekend against Motherwell, I think they'll come out all guns blazing. What's the more northerly team out of the two of them? Oh, kill you yourself, Dave. <laughs> 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 uh, goal of the week. I'm giving it Beep. to Serrano. Go Serrano to be... for Livingston, I. Lon Shankland for me. You go Lon Shankland for me. Aye, definitely. Hard to argue either, to be honest with you. Uh, going into this week's end of episode exam, I've actually prepared one this week. Um, shout out to McKellar Aiden at Twitter, a phenomenal effort on Hammy's fantastic question of the eight managers who are the sole representative of their nation in the SPL forward. <laughs> um, this week's end episode exam, we have the question. Are you ready for it, Hammy? I have. I get one. I get one if you want. I right. Okay. So there have been five players. Mm-hmm. at first team level that have played with both sides of the old firm Kenny Miller Kenny Miller fair enough mate straight off the bat aye I'll uh, get the easy one because I know I already know the answers to this to be honest so right okay so get your answers in at TA Pundits for that thank you very much and the quickest gets a shout out on quickest we'll do this week aye, aye. So anticipating more than two folk answering it aye right, okay. no we had quite a decent response on last week's right okay I uh, think that's pretty much us for this week. Aye. Yep. Thanks very much for listening, folks. You've been fantastic. Cheers, Jim. <laughs> You've been fantastic. <laughs> Cheers, Jim. <laughs>